What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Ground Karate Podcast, and happy Father's Day. Big shout out to all the dads out there that make life possible. The guys that work hard, that show up, no complaints, they go to work, they do their thing, they stay healthy for their family, and they stay involved with their kids. I think that is probably the number one thing that your kids can want from you is just a little recognition and a small, small amount uh, of just being there. Uh, I'm a father of three kids, almost four. Uh, I know exactly where you guys are, so shout out to all my dads. Thank you for what you do and stay in those kids' life. They will, and be active, they will thank you forever. All right, in this episode today, we're gonna go over a problem uh, that a lot of people see, pretty much everybody that uh, starts jujitsu will see, and that is being so damn sore. As a beginner, I'm gonna I'm going to define you as deconditioned. You are out of shape. There is conditioned and there is deconditioned. Now, whenever people talk about conditioning, they tend to think about uh, cardiovascular conditioning, and that is one form of conditioning. Another form of conditioning would be mental toughness. A, uh, another form of conditioning would just be going from dad bod, you know, a little overweight, maybe a pot belly, to having a, a better or more efficient, is the way that I should put that, a more efficient shape to you. No one out there can tell me that having a pot belly in your way to tie your shoes is a positive thing. I will never tell you that it is. Lose that shit. Go on a diet. Quit drinking beer. Whatever it may be. But being sore is a huge part of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's not like, you know, you're isolating a body weight or excuse me, isolating a body part when you go squat. You're working your butt, your hamstrings, your calves and your lower back. Uh, Or whenever you bench press, you're working your core, your shoulders and your chest. And you will be sore mostly in those areas if you work those areas. What I love about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is that it is so core-centric. You have to be able to have a strong core to be extremely efficient in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yes, there are guys out there that are bigger, ultra and super heavyweights that have good Jiu-Jitsu, but their core is strong, all right? So, Dealing with soreness because if you're out there, you're walking around with a dad bod and you're, you know, you're a little out of shape, you're deconditioned. Once you start Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you're going to hurt. And what I mean by hurt is that you're going to be sore. You're going to have the lactic acid, the cortisol that's built up in your system from, you know, releasing these hormones and breaking down of the muscle tissue that you will be sore. So, how do I make good on this soreness because a lot of people will get sore and then just not come back you know they'll go one to two days after just a monster workout or even a slight workout depending on how deconditioned you are and um they'll stop coming because they're sore in all honesty what the hell do you think was going to happen you're doing an actual workout there was nothing that You know, we didn't say that it was going to be, you know, something that's no sweat. We didn't say that it was going to be um, an easy thing just because it's as a beginner. You're going to use your body. You're going to use muscles that you never even knew you had. And you will develop them the more consistent you come. 
So how do I deal with it? Well, there's this thing called DOMS, Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness. And it can happen from 18 to 36 hours after that intense workout. So if you have just done a jiu-jitsu workout, let's say at noon, and then the next day when you wake up, um, you might be a little stiff, might be a little tired. And at the end of that day, you will start to feel sore and stiff. My suggestion to avoid DOMS, because sometimes this can be absolutely terrible, is to not skip a day of working out. I'm not saying come to jujitsu directly after a monster workout to keep you, uh, you know, that you're so sore about. But don't do a monster workout or any kind of workout and then the next day take it off. Because those hormones, that lactic acid, that cortisol I've been talking about is going to settle. And you're going to have no way to push it out of the muscles. Fresh blood, fresh nutrients, in comes the bad, out, or excuse me, in comes the good, out comes the bad. So if you've had a tough workout, the next day, do another workout. I'm not saying you're not going to be sore, but you will be less sore because you did the motion, you move the body, you push the bad stuff out of those areas that are sore, and now you are uh, more functional. You're, you're in a better shape. You have worked through some soreness, and it's like you know warming up some taffy before you pull it. You pull a piece of taffy out of the refrigerator and you could break it. It's extremely brittle. You know, there is no give to it. You set that sucker on the counter for a little while and then pull it, especially out here in Texas. You're going to have a much, much more elasticity. If you put it back into the refrigerator while it's stretched, it will lose the elasticity and you will become sore and brittle. So there's a, a big tip on how to prevent soreness. Uh, another one would be to eat a good carbohydrate after uh, after a heavy workout. So my suggestions for good heart, uh, good uh, hearty carbohydrates would be a sweet potato, beets. Those are also a really nice one, uh, or any kind of vegetable that you see fit. Um, skipping over potatoes and beans and things like that. But uh, a sweet potato has excellent nutrients. You would think that just because it is sweet, that it has a bunch of sugar content, you would be thinking incorrectly. Yes, it does have a sugar content, but it is a, it, the, the goods far outweigh the bads. Um, so there's another way to combat soreness. You know, putting those carbohydrates in there will, will replace your um, depleted energy, your depleted ATP, and you will be able to perform again the next day. So don't stop coming to jujitsu. Don't skip a workout and eat correctly. That is all I came to say on this is that if you aren't eating correctly, no matter what workout you're doing, you will see 60 to 80% less result in your body because your diet sucks. People think diets are, I can't drink sodas, I can't eat pizza, I can't eat donuts. Yeah, no shit. Don't eat that stuff as much. If you're, if you're eating pizza three to four times a week and then going to working out, you are going to see zero results. Absolutely zero. Dude, I love pizza just as much as the next one. I like pepperoni cheese and maybe some banana peppers. 
Some of y'all be grossed out, but throw some pineapple on that and ooh, got it. Stop eating that bull crap. Eat something that is going to help your body out. Don't go home after a workout and stuff your face full of ice cream. That's a bad idea. <laughs> That's a bad idea. You're going to feel it. All right. So we'll get into diets uh, and, and nutrition a little later. I've got a special guest that I want to bring on to speak about his experience with, with weight loss and um, weight management um, to get you guys in here. I've been cutting weight and losing weight for 13 years of my life as a professional in mixed martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And this guy has been the one that has spearheaded my nutrition spearheaded my weight losses whenever I had major major weight losses to do for whether it was worlds or whether it was for a world championship in MMA this guy was always on top of my diet so I'm going to bring him on his name is Jared Jones and we'll be able to speak about the uh the positive and negatives of specific diets you know there's a bunch of diet fads going on right now the first one was paleo Atkins uh the big one right now is the ketogenic diet and some of these work for some people, and we see fantastic results. Um, like one of our students has lost uh, over 100 pounds. He started at 270 and now weighs, uh, excuse me, just under 100 pounds, and now he weighs uh, 178. Congratulations, Paul, on your one-year anniversary, by the way. Fantastic job. Uh, so those are just a couple of tips to keep you, uh, keep you training, to help you deal with the soreness. Another great way to deal with soreness is to visit a cryotherapy place. If you don't know what cryotherapy is, it is absolutely fantastic. They stick you in a little tube with your head and shoulders popping out, and they bring the uh, the temperature down to 259, a negative 259 degrees, and you go in for three minutes. What this does, <coughs> excuse me. What this does is it, it forces your, your body into survival mode, takes all of your blood to the core of your body, recycles it, and after that three minutes, you step out. It pushes all of that fresh, uh, nutrient-rich blood back into your extremities, which lowers um, inflammation, decreases the soreness that is also in those muscles, and makes you feel, no joke, five to ten years younger for that day i love cryotherapy another thing would be to find a good pt uh, if you're injured or you're sore or maybe your shoulder hurts or whatever after jujitsu training find a good physical therapist these guys will keep you out of the surgeon's office i cannot stress how important it is to have a good pt and we have a couple of them in this gym if you need my suggestion you happen to be one of my students all right, y'all. So now um, I would thank you very much for that. I would like to uh, start off on this little thing I've been thinking about and how I relate jujitsu to a free roam video game. Yeah, so I don't know how many of you guys out there play video games. I am a fanatic when it comes to specific video games. Um, my favorite one would be like Fallout. So you've got a free roam open mat or excuse me open map um format on your on your game where you're able to go wherever you would like jujitsu is that giant map you 
are the very beginner. You are a visitor from Vault 11. And whenever you come out of that vault, whenever you start jujitsu, you put on the first thing you find, which is your gi. And in jujitsu, the gi is not necessarily going to help defend you. But it is part of being on this map. You have to assimilate and be part of the map. So throwing on that gi, or if you're in no gi, throwing on your spats, is going to be um, part of the world you're in. So whenever you start jujitsu, straight up, you suck. You found an axe, or you found a pistol, a revolver, and you can't kill anything with that. You can go and hit an inflated ant, you know, this giant uh, ant or animal or gecko or whatever it is, and you can chop it 60, 70 times, and you die every single time you encroach on one of these. And, you know, these these geckos, these uh, alien ants or whatever, you know, these guys that are uh, um, have changed and now are mutants are the other people that are on the mat. And the longer you do jujitsu, the more, the the better you're gonna get. Okay, so here you are. You got your one move that you have. Say your move is a scissor sweep, and in the game it's an axe. And every day you come to class and you practice a scissor sweep, and every day you don't hit it. And then finally you do, and that's like getting a level up. That's like going from level zero to level one. And now you're able to upgrade your weapons, right? So now your axe, instead of having a wooden handle, has a steel handle. So you can swing a little harder and it does a little more damage. And that's the same thing with your techniques. The more you do it, the more you level up your technique, the more damage it's going to cause, the more effective it's going to be, the more you're going to be able to sweep, pass, submit. It's exactly the way it is. So the longer you go, the more map you discover. And sometimes you go the wrong way, straight up. <clears throat> You're like, oh, sweet, dude, check out this giant hill. I'm going to go ahead and go up that hill, you know, climb all the way up, jump all the way up. And all of a sudden you run into this monster and he just royally screws your world up. 100%. You went from having a pretty good little uh, offense, little defense with your steel-handed hammer, steel-handed axe. And now you just get absolutely squashed by super mutant Jack who decided that he doesn't like white belts that day. And now your ego is shattered. Sadness. But that's okay because we have unlimited lives. As long as you tap, as long as you learn to take care of yourself in BJJ, you will have unlimited access to constant gameplay. Who can ask for more, right? You die, you reset, boom, no big deal. Still got my steel-handled axe. I'm going to go try and kick this dude's ass again. So again, we've got this map, and sometimes we take wrong directions. And we take those, whether the wrong direction is on your own or whether wrong direction you've been guided down that wrong road. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you have bad guidance. So here you are with your steel-handled axe. You're walking through the world. You can't go left. We can't go to the west because, well... Look at it. There's giant super mutant Jack over there, and he's hungry. He's ready to kill me. Super mutant Jack's just a really good blue belt, by the way. And you're still just a lonely white belt. That's going to be all right. So the more you develop this axe, the more directions that you go on this map, 
the more you're able to find. Sometimes you find extra weapons. So now instead of having an axe, you found this freaking badass machine gun. A little submachine gun, got a little silencer on it. Awesome. I think I'm going to use that. So now you start to use a new weapon. Unbeknownst to you, that if you use this weapon again, it's not going to work. Your weapon's going to jam. You can't upgrade it. You haven't reached the level of understanding in jujitsu, the map level, the understanding how to, to change your weapon for each opponent. You haven't learned that yet. So your weapon is ineffective. It can get there. It can get the job done on some levels, on that super mutant ant or whatever. We can get the job done on it now because our level has been above those. But still, it's not an effective weapon. So what do you do? You search the map. You ask for direction. You find the help bubble. What's the help bubble? Your instructor. The black belt. The other black belt. Whoever it may be. Those are your help buttons. And then whenever you run on those uh, help buttons and you select that help button, magically your professor's face shows up. Hey, man, you're doing okay. Let's show you how to use that weapon just a little more efficiently. Let's take that uh, regular stock. Let's turn it into a bump stock so we can get a few more fire, uh, a few more rounds out of it. Maybe make it a little more effective for you. So you're able to upgrade your weapons by clicking that help button, by running over that help button and asking the correct question. So now you have two solid weapons. No matter how long you spend in jujitsu, no matter how much of the map that you discover, by the way, you don't invent anything. There are very, very few inventors in, this, in, in the jujitsu world. There are very few people that can create something new. In my opinion, there is nothing new under jujitsu. It is only discovered, much like in life. It is only discovered. It's always been there. Doesn't mean that it's new. It might be new to you, but to Super Mutant Jack, that's old news. He's been doing it for two years. Okay? So the more you uncover, the more you discover, the more you enjoy your explanation, reaching to each corner of the map of jujitsu, the deeper your understanding needs to be of those small beginner weapons. I have used the same beginner weapon from the first day I did jujitsu to today. That's the triangle. I have done thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of, of triangles, not just in one modification. Again, you have to use your jujitsu. You have to modify your weapons. So that triangle has not only been done thousands of times traditionally, it's been done with the opponent stacking me, with the opponent trying to defend his arm, with the, putting his arm behind all kinds of different things. It's been drilled with an arm bar. It's been drilled without. So again, my weapon is sharp. And after 13 years of jujitsu, I can use it to kill most super mutants on my map. When I can't, I use one of my other sharp weapons that I found at the very beginning. And sometimes as your skill grows, grows as, as your map grows, as your, your depth of knowledge in jujitsu grows, uh, you will find different uses for those tools, for those weapons. Uh, 
An axe is not only made to chop ants, but I can also chop this tree in order to build another foundation for another concept of jujitsu. So now my sweet scissor sweep, which is my first axe, is badass and I can hit it on anybody. But now I've built from my scissor sweep to a triangle or maybe I go to spider guard or whatever it is from those positions. You're able to build off of those original weapons over those dog crap weapons that you first had that you laugh at when you find on the map now. And you can be able to use them in conjunction with other weapons, maybe not so new, maybe very new, in order to slay these giant demons, these giant super mutants on the mat. Y'all, find your weapon. It doesn't necessarily need to be the first one you get. Some people don't like to swing axes. Some people like blast shotguns, right? So if you find your pump shotgun, if you find your, your automatic, whatever it is, use it diligently over and over and over. You cannot be effective on a gun range without practice. You cannot be effective in jujitsu without practice. You cannot be effective on a map in a game without that same thing. Y'all be consistent. That's the number one. If you want to be good at any game, you have to continue to play it. You have to continue to level up from level one to level 99 and further and for all. Keep going. I hope that helps relate some jujitsu to you. Um, I'll continue with this little story, uh, this little uh, thing I got going on. Uh, and we'll continue to describe jujitsu in different ways to you. Remember, y'all, if you're sore, eat something good. If you're sore, go work out. Go push those bad hormones out, those, those stress hormones. Get them out of you. Uh, go see a cryotherapy place. Go see a good physical therapist. He's going to help you out, a chiropractor, a masseuse, whatever it may be, to get that stuff out of your body and get your butt back on the mat. Do not be afraid to use your axe. Chop those suckers down and keep using that axe until it is the sharpest blade in your box. Then move on to the next. Then move on to the next. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode of Ground Karate. Have a fantastic Father's Day, and I will see you tomorrow.